Good morning. Um, when Blake asked me to talk yesterday, I was a little hesitant at first, but um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I decided to do it, and it's a holiday weekend, so there's a lot less people here, so <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. So um, a little background about me um, and how I ended up here. Um, growing up, you know, I always believed in God, um, but we just, you know, never really found a church. Um, growing up where I grew up, it was more of a um, fire and brimstone. It was never, we saw, never saw the good in God, never talked about the good in God. And, you know, just waking up and seeing everything that God did and around, I was always a little turned off. Uh, but that changed. So in March of 2014, um, the night of, it's weird how you remember things. So UK played Wichita State that night and they'd beat them. So <laughs> we had been at a, uh, a birthday party for my nephews. Uh, we were headed home. Uh, my dad called. He's like, hey, um, we took your mom to the hospital. It's like, okay, what's wrong? Oh, they don't know. So, of course, turn around, head to Louisville, go to the hospital. The doctors really aren't saying anything. You know, they're like, we did some x-rays, saw some stuff. We just want to keep her here. So that's Sunday night. Um, so Monday, go back to the hospital, nothing. Just sit there all day. Tuesday, um, tried to go to work for a while, didn't really work, so go back to the hospital. Um, they were like, well, we're running some CAT scans, doing some more tests, we still don't know what it is, and they brought up the word cancer. So you hear that, automatically you just melt. Um, so still nothing, another day, still in the hospital. Um, we finally, on Thursday, the, uh, the doctor came in and he's like, well, I got some news. Um, and it's not good. Uh, they diagnosed my mom with uh, stage four lung cancer. So she was never a smoker. She never, you know, lived a clean, healthy life. Um, so just hearing that was a huge shock. So, you know, we're angry. Um, I'm questioning why is this happening? Just, you know, fighting it off. So we, we go back to the doctor the next week and he's like, look, I can treat it, but no matter what happens, it, the cancer just won't go away. So you hear that, and you're, you're shattered. Um, I'm an only child, so just trying to deal with that was, you know, trying to take it all in. Having to go tell my grandparents, um, I'm also an only grandchild on that side, so that was a little difficult as well. Um, just, and they're older, so it was, you know, they, uh, it was hard to tell them. And somewhere along that next week, I realized that we weren't going to make it alone. You know, the doctor said can't cure it, nothing can be done for it. So I was like, okay. So we decided, we were like, we gotta go find a church, we need help. And I guess that next weekend, we came to Christ Community. Uh, my wife taught at Southside, so she knew about it. Uh, it was right after they moved here. So we were like, all right, let's go. Um, so we came here, and I think that was the first time in my life I ever really asked anyone to pray for me. I really didn't, you know, never really asked that didn't expect um, anything from it, but something about it was just different. Um, just asking someone to pray for me, and I, something changed, and I could feel something. So the summer goes on. My mom goes through treatments. We joined our first community group, and then there again, we asked people to pray for us. And a lot of times people are like, yes, I'll pray for you, but you, you don't really know that they're doing it. Um, so 
But you could tell that in our community group, these people prayed for us. And I'd say names, but I'd probably leave someone out. And we, they talked about it, and they, you know, they brought it up, and they would ask me how I'm doing and how she doing. And they, I could tell it was, it was a family, and like these people cared. So it was, it was great knowing that. Um, around the middle of October, after my mom's treatments were over, we went to the doctor um, to get her results from her last PET scan. And uh, her doctor's this big guy, Middle Eastern, big beard, dresses in crazy clothes, doesn't speak good English. So he gave me the report, and he's like, here, I want you to read it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to understand it. And the only line that was highlighted said the test found zero traces of cancer in her body. And it was a miracle. So at this point, you know, my mom had fought, her body was weak, but the doctor says there's no traceable cancer. Luckily, that happened on a Tuesday, and that was the same night as our community group, and I was so excited to tell everyone. And everybody there, you could tell that they cared enough, and they wanted to hear about it. And then, you know, we continued to pray. Um, You know, shortly after my mom got sick, her body was just weak, and... um, on a Tuesday night, well, Tuesday morning, about 3 a.m., my mom passed. So, again, it's a Tuesday. Um, so we get home, 6 a.m., can't sleep. It was crazy. It was an election day, so I just went and voted like normal, just trying to carry on with my life. And I remember the community group calling. They're like, hey, are you guys coming tonight? We were like, well, we hadn't thought about it, but, yeah, we'll be there. So it was great that all these people that had been there with our journey had called us and wanted to have us come over there after something like that happened. And it was just this, this sense and this feeling that everything was going to be okay. We had trusted in God. Everything had worked out. When the doctors said that nothing could happen, I knew people were praying for us and people were there who had cared about us enough to take time out of their day to pray. And when we got that report that the cancer was completely gone from her body, I knew it wasn't the medicine. You know, I knew that we had trusted in something higher, and it was, it was such a great feeling to know that prayers do work. So as, as that time passed in my life, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the best Christian. I try to be as, as good as I can be. I, I try to do things, but, you know, I'm always working on something in my life, you know, and that's, that's something that I think we all need to. I think that Joining a community group, being part of something that's not just your family, but an extended family, having people pray for you, it can work wonders in your life. So, you know, I, I've, I've got a lot to work on. I know that we all do. But if you can, and if people ask you to pray for them, don't just say you're going to do it. Really take the time to do it, because you never know what's going to happen. And then just knowing that feeling myself, it was, it was great, just knowing that people out there cared about me. So... You know, I, I've, I've learned to trust Jesus a lot more. Um, one day, I, I was working for this company, and it was, hadn't been there long, and it really wasn't a good fit, and, you know, it was making things bad at home, and I just, I prayed about it, and I prayed, and I was like, what am I going to do? And then one day, I just quit. I didn't have any job. I didn't have anything lined up. I just trusted that something out there was better. My wife wasn't too happy with me. We got two kids. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So, you know, for about six weeks I was interviewing, and I was interviewing for these jobs that I knew that um, I just wasn't qualified for. I didn't have the experience in the accounting that these people were interviewing me for. 
And I, I took the interviews and I kept taking them. Finally, I, I got this interview and this guy's like, you're not a good fit for the accounting job, but look, I've got something else for you here. I want you to, I want you to come on. And I was like, okay. So I'm still trusting, trusting, um, and, you know, just putting my faith, blind faith into something. And, and here I am now. I, I work for a great company. I never would have applied for this job, never would have even known about the company or anything. Something just drew me there and something drew me there. And it's, it's kind of the same way. Um, something drew us to this church. I don't know what it was, but it was the people here that, that kept us here. And it was knowing that people here care about you. So um, I kind of rambled on, so I'll wrap it up. And I'll just say this. If you're not in a community group, go join one and be committed to it and participate. It's great. You'll never know when you're going to need those prayers or when you're going to meet somebody that you never thought you'd know. Um, so that's it. I want to I pray with you, but before I do, I want to bring Lee up, and uh, we'll pray for you and for Lee together as Lee gets ready to preach the word. The family loves you too, and you all bring a lot to the family. You know, I think that's one thing we forget. You talk about being a part of a family, but uh, um, man, every everybody is a part of the body, and they change the family, and you guys are no different, and uh, there's so many things that we could point to that, that that's true in. So uh, let's pray, and uh, pray for both y'all, and uh, keep this thing rolling. Father God, I uh, thank you that you continue to write stories, and uh, God, as we think about um, Mike's willingness and boldness to share, God, we also just are grateful for the story that you've written to us in Scripture. And so, God, as we, uh, as we thank you for uh, Mike's testimony, we also look forward to hearing from your story in Scripture, um, the story of your son Jesus and of redemption and of you rescuing us from our sin. And so, God, we just pray for Lee as he gets ready to share that you would uh, speak clearly through him, that we would hear from, from you uh, about your son, Jesus. We pray all this in his name. Amen. 